Welcome in everybody to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia. And today we're gonna take a look at the upcoming race. The 149th Kentucky Derby is upon us this weekend. And to help us break it down from uh, the Magic Mike Show and Dudes Who Bet Daily, it's the one, the only Mike Samich. You can follow him on the Twitter machine at Samobomb18. And of course, check out all of his great work at Racing Dudes. And I am so happy he's here because I know very little about horse racing. There you go. I'm just keeping it real here on the show. I always do. But I will say this. The first sports bet I ever made at a Vegas casino was on the Kentucky Derby. It was on Justified, and I won it. It was a magical day. It was fantastic. I was there for a wedding, Mike. Uh, it was an Elvis wedding. We had the wedding. We went out there. We hung out. We went to the sports book for a little while after. I said, let's put some money on the Kentucky Derby. Wouldn't you know it? It ended up returning some cash. So I want you to pick much better winners than I would pick on this. So, Mike, I appreciate you being on the show. And uh, how much dancing do you do on the Magic Mike show? That's what I want to know. Well, uh, you know, you got to check out the show to watch. We, we got the there YouTube you stream now every week, and it, uh, it gets pretty crazy over there. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, it's it's a blast to be here, Joe. Thank you very much for having me. Justify, phenomenal horse there. Well, first, first Triple Crown winner in years. It was great to see him get the job done. It's the beauty of horse racing and the Kentucky Derby. This is the one race that everyone bets every year, and it's mm -hmm. going to be really interesting after having Rich Strike win it last year. It was the fastest opening half mile in the Kentucky Derby history, a historic payout from a win perspective. I would expect you're not going to have any monster prices, but that means there's going to be a ton of value in those middle prices because of how many people are going to play these long shots this year because of the result last year. All right. Well, they're going to break down all the horses and obviously we're going to break down uh, the turf. We're going to break down also talking about, you know, where they're going to be, you know, posted because that's very important, too, in terms of position. So before we get to all that, just a quick reminder. Also, BetMGM is offering a thousand dollars to new users in their first free bet. You sign up today at BetMGM and use that promo code juice and you get paid back up to a thousand dollars in free bonuses, even if you don't win. So sign up for BetMGM today and use that promo code juice when you do. And don't forget to subscribe to Betting Pros YouTube channel. Because when you do and you click that little bell for notifications and you drop a comment below, tell me who you think is going to win the Derby. You can win an opportunity to get a free premium upgrade to Betting Pros Premium. So if you're looking for access to exclusive picks, top-rated player props, whatever it might be, Betting Pros Premium has you covered. You could sign up today without even waiting for the contest. BettingPros.com slash upgrade. Start betting smarter, not harder. That's a good thing to do. So let's talk about it first. Obviously, uh, we have the favorite is Forte, so we know that. We're going to get to your long shots in a second. Walk me through, Mike, what's going on here in terms of the position, how important it is for some of these horses, and who runs well on this track. Yeah, eight of the last 10 winners have been forwardly placed in the Kentucky Derby. So right out of the gate, since we switched over to the point system, you've seen horses that are more forwardly placed win. It's one of the biggest knocks against Forte sitting at three to one. He's not a horse that is generally forwardly placed. So he's going to get sit mid to backpack and try and make one big run around the far turn and see if he's able to get the job done. The 15 post where he drew is not a problem for him. I mean, he did not want to be all the way on the inside because that can get you in a lot of traffic trouble in there. But drawing that 15 post should set him up to get his one run in. The question is how wide is he after to go and what type of trip is Irad Ortiz going to be able to get on him? Now, he's got arguably the best jockey in the world. So that's a, a huge positive for Forte here. He has won twice at Keeneland. So he, he likes these Kentucky tracks. The question is going to be, where is he going to be? And is he going to be close enough to be able to get the job done down the lane? And you have Forte at 190 with the points. You have Practical Move at 160, Angel of Empire 154, uh, and then a few other horses behind that. So uh, Forte, obviously, the heavy favorite, three to one here. We're looking at Tappet Trice uh, at five to one. Can you make a case for any of the other favorites who are in, let's say, the 
uh, that 10 and under range here that you think might have a shot? Or is it really Forte's race to lose in that sense? Uh, the other horse that's under 10 to 1, I think that you got to take a look at is Angel of Empire. Angel of Empire yeah. is a Brad Cox trainee. Flavian Pratt picked this horse over Kings Barnes, who we're going to talk about a little later as well, the sixth horse for Todd Pletcher. This horse won in two different ways, which I love to see. So it was able to win down in Louisiana in a pace collapse. So they had a really fast pace. And you saw Angel of Empire be able to close into that and get the job done. Then in the Arkansas Derby, you had every horse pretty much get a good trip and a reasonable pace. So there was no one that could really complain about, about the run they got. And Angel of Empire absolutely smoked that field. One by four and a half lengths, never looked like a loser, saved ground and then tilted off the rail and just had this big kick coming for home. The biggest issue with Angel of Empire, again, much like Forte, going to want to come from off the pace. And so the question is, how is that going to set up? So those would be the two sub 10 to 1 horses I'm interested in. When you look at horses like Tappet Trice, who drew the five post here, maybe the most talented horse in this race long term in a world of trouble in this specific mm. spot. He's run five times. He has never broken well. All five of those races broken poorly. When you're drawn in that inside part of this race and you break out of that five gate and you don't break well, you're going to have 15 horses to your outside just crushing down toward the rail because they're all going to be trying to get position and they're all faster than him. You could easily see him sitting in 20th going under the finish line for the first time. And that is a recipe for disaster. When you look at practical move, 10 to 1, uh, the horse is coming out of California, has looked much better as a three-year-old than a two-year-old. But his sire is practical joke. So his dad's practical joke, a horse that does not want two turns at all. So there's a distance concern here with practical move. And when you look at the last two races was able to win, go in two turns, a mile of 16th and then a mile and an eighth. We're going to go a mile and a quarter, so a furlong longer here today than his last race. He was starting to, to, to breathe a little heavily going down that lane there, and, and he tripped out, which means in horse racing terms, he got to save ground on both turns. He had no issues from a traffic perspective. He was able to sit close to the pace and then just make one move. That's the easiest way to get a distance that you struggle getting. So he got the perfect setup, perfect trip in both of those races. And specifically in the San Diego Derby, he barely held on to Mandarin Hero, who didn't qualify for the race and probably would be 30 to 1, 40 to 1 if he does make it into the field. And you're sitting there staring at 10 to 1 on practical move. I, I have a lot of concerns about him being able to get the actual distance. That was some good phase there, including Tappet Trice of 5 to 1. I'm sure it's going to be a popular bet, but you make a really good case there on the fade on that horse. Uh, everybody loves long shots, and everybody loves some of these ones that are a little bit fuller out in terms of odds because it's fun to bet. Uh, Angel of Empire is at 8 to 1, so that is definitely more of a long shot. But is there somebody that's even further down the list where you think has a real shot to win this derby race? I'm going to go to the 8-horse mage here, and, and this was one where I, I – I picked this horse to, to run second to Forte in the Florida Derby, ended up running second there. But we talked about the trip with Practical Move. Mage has gotten an awful trip in his last two races, so did not break well in either of those races. And that is really the biggest concern with Mage. Uh, Mage needs to break well on Saturday to be a factor. But if, if he breaks well and is sitting in that, that first five horses, and he has the early speed to do that if he breaks... He is a very, very live long shot at 15 to 1. If you go back and you watch his Florida Derby, he breaks poorly. He gets bumped early. He's forced four wide and is in dead last. And this is a horse who wants to be up front, is in dead last. He makes a massive move, actually hits the lead, and just gets run down by Forte there in the last 16th of a mile. To me, when you have Forte at 3 to 1, and this horse ran second to him last time with a terrible trip, and you're sitting there staring at 15 to 1, there's a lot of value there if Mage can just break out of the gate. Now, it's a big if, but if he does, I would have him somewhere in that 5 to 7 to 1 range, not 15 to 1. So I, I do think there's quite a bit of value on Mage. 
All right. Kings Barnes is another one that you've got um, kind of locked and loaded here. Why? Kings Barnes is interesting because it's it's really a wild card in a lot of ways. He, he won his, broke his maiden at Gulfstream Park, uh, and it was a race that didn't really produce any other great horses. So you don't know how good it is. He went down to Tampa, and he won that race really easily. But the horse that ran second ran second to last in the Tampa Bay Derby. So not a ton behind him there either. Then he goes to Louisiana and wins the Louisiana Derby, which is a major prep for this Kentucky Derby race. But he is able to do it in these – he sets the pace and wins – with the slowest six furlongs that we have seen in any major Kentucky Derby prep since the points era started. So really an easy trip for Kings Barnes. So we're not sure how good he is, but he's got tactical speed in a race that does not feature a lot of tactical speed. He should be sitting close to the pace. And we talked about this earlier. Eight of the first or last 10 Derby winners have all been sitting close to the pace. He checks all of those boxes. And that six post position is a great draw for him. You're going to see speed from the two horse verifying from the four horse confidence game. He's going to be able to sit right behind those horses and get that 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 dream trip here. We don't know if he's good enough. And he's probably <laughs> the third most talented Pletcher in this race. On top of that. It took him forever. He just got a jockey over the weekend. So it took that long for someone to actually pick up the mount here, which was shocking. And Flavian Pratt picked Angel of Empire over Kings Barnes. But all that being said, Kings Barnes probably going to be one of the best horses that's sitting in that first flight. So 12 to 1 is a nice price on him. I know there's another horse you have your eye on too, Derma Sotagake, which, you know, is another one where you're looking at the board and you're looking at returns 10 to 1. That's a pretty good number there. Why are you excited about this one that's running out of the 17th position? Well, this is a, this is an interesting horse because we have the least amount of information on Derma Sotagate. This is the wild card in the field, if you will. Won the UAA Derby, and this horse is from Japan. Neither We've never had a Derby winner from Japan. We've never had a UAA Derby winner win the Kentucky Derby. Oh, by the way, we've never had a horse break out of the 17th post and win the Kentucky Derby either. So wow. he's trying to break three separate <laughs> trends here. So why do you think he can? I don't think this is a very good field. This is one of the weaker okay. Kentucky derbies we've seen in a long time. And it, there are probably four or five horses that are not in this race because of injury or because they didn't qualify who are would be the second or third choice in the race if they got in. And because of that, when you have an unknown like Derma Sotagate, I'm more drawn to that horse. I know a lot of these horses, and I'm not impressed with what they can offer. Derma Sotagate went gate to wire in the UA Derby. Just missed breaking the track record there. Should be forwardly placed in this race, which again gives him an advantage. And that 17 post, while it's not wonderful for him, he should be sitting in fifth or sixth around that first turn because of that tactical speed. So I think he can overcome that. The other thing that we've seen consistently across the globe is these Japanese horses absolutely showing up and showing out. At some point, there will be a Japanese horse that wins the Kentucky Derby. It's, it's now a, a when, not an if. And this could easily be that year when you have a lot of talented horses who are coming from off the pace and a Japanese horse that's going to be more forwardly placed. That is a very good horse. A lot of question marks. But at the same time, if we can get the right price, I think Derma Sotagate is awfully interesting. I think it's fascinating. You're saying all these things that have historically never happened, yet you got 10 to 1 odds. So what are the odds makers seeing here? Maybe they're seeing the opportunity for a lot of this history to be made, if I will, uh, that you've kind of presented to us. But it feels like they think it's a little bit more feasible than maybe uh, they're letting on. 
Well, there's two things that you have to remember with, with the morning line odds. So the morning line odds aren't necessarily someone's opinion on what uh, they believe will happen in the race. Mm-hmm. It's how they believe the race will be bet. So they're, okay. they're trying to essentially guess what the off odds are for the race to give the public a better idea of what to expect from a payout. Since this is a paramutual pool versus a, a you know just betting against the sports book, you don't lock in the odds. When you place your wager on the Kentucky Derby, you get whatever the gates open at. Mm-hmm. So the morning line's maker's goal is to actually have the horses go off at the same price. So they're trying to predict what the public will do when they get when they get to the window and they decide to bet. I mentioned that that Japan swing. Japan has been on fire. And because of that, you've seen a lot of these horses get bet in international races when they ship into uh, when they shipped to Europe, when they shipped to the Middle East, even when they came for the Breeders' Cup, a lot of the Japanese horses got bet, and they've been successful the last two years at the Breeders' Cup as well. That is going to create just some general Japanese horse money on both Dermasotagate and Continuar. I think ten to one is probably a little bit short. I'm I'm hoping we get twelve to fifteen to one on race day, but I understand okay. why the line maker made that ten to one line. One other thing, Mike, that you you mentioned that I think is bears fruit, which is. You said that it's not a great field. If it's not a great field, does that make Forte even more appealing from a betting standpoint, even though it's the favorite? Forte hasn't done anything wrong. And that's that's <laughs> why he is the favorite here, right? Yeah. I, and he's gotten a very good trip in almost every single race. The, the one exception there, the Florida Derby, where he showed the heart of a champion. I mean, Forte was two lengths back with a 16th of a mile to go and was able to make up that ground and roll right by. He has no distance concerns. There just aren't any real question marks with Forte. I'd be, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't hit the board as long as he doesn't get stopped at some point. All right, but, so drop these. Oh, God. No, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Go ahead. Uh, but but he's also not a rock star. He's not a justify, right? He, right. He's not an American. He's pharaoh. not going to go out there and win the next two races after is what you're saying. Too. Exactly. And, and there's enough things that can go wrong from a trip perspective that makes you willing to take a shot against him when he has not shown an improvement at three that you were hoping to see after being the, the two year old champion. All right. So drop the Samo bomb on me. Tell me how you are going to be betting this in terms of spreading out the units when you're looking in terms of long shots, in terms of the favorites, in terms of trifecta, like whatever you have in your mind that you think is your approach to betting the Derby this weekend. Well, my favorite bet probably all year is the $1 Superfecta in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, a lot of tracks offer a $0.10 cent Superfecta, and so you, you really water down the, the value of long shots, and a lot of people are able to spread out more. And so for $0.10, cents, you can play a lot of horses on that ticket. Mm-hmm. For a dollar, you really got to shorten up your opinion. And so I like to play a couple dollar Superfectas when I play the Derby. I'll put a couple different horses on top. For me... I'm probably going to have Mage on top of one at 15 to one, and I would have uh, Angel of Empire on top of the other at eight to one. And then I would put the other four horses underneath. So I would put, you know, the, the eight Mage with the six Kings Barn, um, the, well, let me pull this up here for you. The six Kings Barn, the 13, mm-hmm. the 14 Angel of Empire, the 15 Forte, and the 17 Dermasotagate underneath. And then I'd flip that around. I put the 14 Angel of Empire on top gotcha. with the six Kings Barn, the eight Mage, the 15 Forte, and the 17 Dermasotagate. Uh, that would cost you $24 for each of those if you play it for $1. Incredible stuff here. Uh, Mike, so much, everybody. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at SamoBomb18 and check out the YouTube channel. Tell everybody what you got going on there, too, because I know you got live stuff happening. You, you've got wall-to-wall coverage here, so if people are really into the Derby, you're the place to go, so I want to hear about it. 
yeah, it's going to be a, a busy week for us. Uh, make sure you check out YouTube bas- backslash racing dudes. We've got uh, capsules for all of the 20 horses that are in the Kentucky Derby. So you can go learn more about each of those horses. We have a live reporter who has been breaking down some of the workouts there. We have a live derby draw show that we just wrapped up. So you can check out that replay if you'd like to as well. We're going to be live at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning to get any type of the Derby updates. So any of the news that breaks, we'll be covering that. And then on Friday and Saturday, we'll be live during the races. You can come join us and listen to us handicap and give out our picks and uh, hopefully get a couple winners home uh, from both the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby cards. Well, I don't know about everybody listening, but I certainly feel a lot more confident uh, betting it now that I've talked to you. So thank goodness you're here and gave us the time. We appreciate it. Believe me. And go follow him on Twitter again. Samobomb18 for all the latest when it comes to horse racing and all the racing in general. Don't forget also download the BetMGM app or just go to BetMGM.com. Sign up with that promo code JUICE when you do. And also hit up BettingPros.com slash upgrade to go premium over at BettingPros and download the app so you can stay on top of all the latest that's going on in all of the betting world in terms of line movement, in terms of news. All that is there for you at Betting Pros. Again, download the app. It's free. It's good for you, especially if you're starting to take this stuff real seriously. And I know that you do because you're watching the show and you're listening to the show. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Mike, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. <laughs>